Welcome to the Difference Maker Podcast, the show that highlights chartered accountants who are making a difference either in their industry, company, or for social good. A podcast created by CAW Network USA. And how do you plan for that, you know, scaling of people? Do you sit down and create personal plans? Like what... How do you go about that or how do you go execute that? I think that's a really interesting one. Like I am myself a big believer in micro learnings um, and in TED Talks, TED Talk style learnings where, you know, an individual, like let's not over engineer these things. Let's not necessarily, you know, force a classroom style or, you know, someone sitting on one end of a laptop having a two hour long um, technical training, but really having short, agile bursts of knowledge. Um, and what we find is that, you know, often it's the people coming in, especially the newer starters who are questioning and, you know, aren't just used to doing things how we've done it in the past. You put their hand up and say, you know what, I really want to learn about blockchain or I really want to know about, you know, um, AI and the impact that's going to have on the audit or I really want to know how to um, build up my soft skills and um, my design thinking knowledge so I can approach my client challenges differently. You know, so it's often just listening. Um, I think as a leader, you're not necessarily often you think that you need to have the answers um but i think everyone will agree it's by listening to our people and what their needs are um and really finding you know as a leader it's your role to find creative solutions to the problems um that they present to you you know and so really listening um and just you know um you know, making sure that you provide them the skills that they're demanding and searching for um, and just having an open mind to that conversation. Very interesting. And in terms of process, you spoke about, you know, automating processes, you know, ERP implementations, integrations, etc. What areas can auditors review or are there any specific areas that you would advise auditors to review to bring themselves up to date with the latest processes? Honestly, I think that's kind of twofold. One is how we work and one is how we review the work. Um, So from a how we work point of view, I think there's a lot of opportunity for continuous improvement. So, you know, reading about Kazan and Lean and um, Scrum and how to work better. And, you know, we mentioned earlier that people often just do what's done last year. But I think when you have that that thirst for knowledge and you actually want to think about, you know, how, how can I as an individual work better? Um, I think then having that knowledge and then putting that frame on looking at your clients' processes, um, you then kind of, you know, can use the great technology out there, you know, around process mining and optimization to look at the flow of data from end to end and just think, you know what, why are there so many deviations? What That's so inefficient. What's causing that? Is that an area of concern? And so I think it comes from that upskilling of, you know, your own personal awareness of continuous improvement and approaching clients with that lens to think through, you know, why, you know, how can I provide insights um, about how, how it's working? Interesting. And any, any advice for auditors out there who are looking to improve their processes internally in terms of the audit process? Honestly, 
so much about what's happening right now. Technologies are going to continue to change. And right now it's, you know, about visualizations and analytics um, and using big data to tell a story. But I think no matter what technology or what time we're talking about, whether it's, you know, I'm sure in five or ten years' time, we'll be discussing blockchain and how blockchain can be used um, and how blockchains are being used by our clients um, in order to, you know, store data. Um, and so the technology will always change. So it's just having a thirst for knowledge to understand and want to know what the technologies are and how you can leverage the technology and how you should be talking to your clients about the technology. So I think it, a lot of it comes down to the people side, right? Wanting to continuously learn and, you know, I myself am constantly listening to podcasts. I read all the time. If I could, you know, if, if, if I wasn't working, I think I'd just spend my days just reading. I, you know, I went back to school recently just, um, you know, to do my master's just to really help, um, you know, just because I just wanted to know more. Um, so it's mm-hmm. like having that thirst of, for knowledge um, because our industry is going to constantly change. Um, and I think a lot of people agree that accounting and auditing is kind of at an inflection point. And, you know, increasingly there's more and more skepticism and scrutiny by the public market around what we're doing. So our role as stewards of the capital markets, it's just becoming increasingly important um, and our ability to really uphold that public trust um, so I think it's just making sure that, you know, we're maintaining relevance. We know what the technologies are. We know, mm. you know, what the trends are that's impacting our clients. We, whatever industry we're focused on as SMEs, we can talk to the risks that, that are, that are, that are, uh, you know, um, existing in that industry and what's upcoming. Um, so it's just having that, you know, not just relying on what's been done previously, but really being excited and interesting in what's happening now and in the future. It's interesting. I believe you did an MBA in two universities. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was really, really lucky. You know, as an Aussie living overseas, I was, I thought I'd take advantage of, you know, in Australia, everything other than Australia is so far away. It's a minimum of, you know, if I want to go to Asia, it's eight to 10 hours on a plane. Um, it takes five hours just to get from the east to the west coast of Australia. Um, so while I was living in New York, I thought I'd take proximity. Uh, take advantage of proximity and, you know, up to the best schools in the world. Um, so I actually, yeah, did the Columbia um, Business School and London Business School double MBA and got to take advantage of, you know, being able to just fly to London in five or six hours. Um, so every month kind of did that trip between New York and London and it was fantastic. Um, I highly recommend it to anyone who's interested because the people you meet and the experiences you get and the people you study under are just remarkable. Um, so, yeah, just so, a little plug there. <laughs> very interesting, very interesting. You might convince myself to, to do the same. 